0: People of our culture, how many of you have heard people talk about tolerance? Have you heard people talk about tolerance? Okay, if you haven't, buckle your seatbelt because you're going to in about four years. Tolerance, tolerance, we need to tolerate people. That's the watchword of the day. But I want to say something to you right now. The virtue of the Christian faith is not tolerance, it's love. You can tolerate somebody while you despise them in your soul. You can tolerate someone and think you're so much better than them. You can tolerate someone, but deep down inside, you don't want to have anything to do with them. But this is not the Christian virtue. The Christian virtue is love, and love will not allow you to despise the other in your heart. Love will not allow you to maintain an unhealthy distance from people you're supposed to be calling family. Love will not allow you to put yourself on the high place. Love calls you to take the low place, the place of service. Love is about downward mobility, and that is who's greatest in the kingdom. Love is is greater than tolerance, and that's what the church is supposed to be about, and that's why our resources are so much more robust, so much more profound than anything that the world is offering. People in the world are going to tell you because you're a Christian, oh, you're one of those people. Right? And you say, yeah, I'm one of those people who is called to love enemies. Who's called to love people who are not like me. Not when it's convenient for me. Not when it's fashionable. But always. Everybody, always. Yes, I follow the one who would rather go through hell for me than go to glory without me. Yes, I'm a Christian. And I have this strong call from God to be a person whose life is built upon love. And I have no shame of that. You can keep your tolerance doctrine. I go the way of love because it calls me to so much more. It calls me to something so much deeper. Don't be duped into thinking that the world has resources for cross-cultural love that we don't have. What you're going to see in a moment, hopefully, is that nothing could be farther from the truth. There is no greater resource than what we have in Jesus. What we see in Peter is this reluctance, this blindness in his heart. He doesn't realize it. You see, Peter, now here's the thing, here's the thing, and this is another important layer to it. Peter knew the scriptures, He was a faithful Jew. And he knew that the Bible, the Old Testament, talked about the nations coming in to God's kingdom. But here's the deal. As he understood it, all of the nations would have to assimilate to become Jews before they could be next to God. They would have to take on Jewish customs, Jewish culture. They would have to take on everything about the ethnicity of the Jews in order to be accepted by God. He had smuggled his culture into the gospel. He had had raised his culture to the level of law. And he tried to impose that on those people who were not like him, who did not share his culture. But God's about to blow that up. God's about to blow that up. And we have to be careful because we are all tempted to raise our culture to the level of law. Oh, no, it's not just my culture. This is biblical. Right? It's biblical. We all do this, but we have to ask the question, really? Is it? Or is this me raising my culture, smuggling my culture into the gospel? Smuggling my cultural preferences into the gospel? This is what is exposed in Peter. And this is what all of us, don't, don't get defensive. Defensiveness, is, it, it reveals that we're trying to hide error. When we are free in Jesus, we don't need to be defensive and we can just weigh and pray. Search our souls. Search our hearts. Where is my soul awry in this way? And how am I free in the gospel to bring that brokenness before God for healing? This is what we see in picture, picture form. And it's interesting. I want you to see another point in this text. When Peter arrives at the house of Cornelius, he he extends hospitality to these people. He never would have let them into his house, except that the voice from heaven says, you better go with them without hesitation, all right? Then he brings them in, they have a little quick dialogue, then they roll out and they go to Cornelius' house. When he comes into Cornelius' house, I want you to see this powerful picture. Cornelius bows down to Peter to, to treat him as if he's a god, but Peter raises him up and he says, I too am just a man. And what we see in this picture is a leveling. No cultural group is supposed to be put so high above the other that it is worshiped. And no cultural group is supposed to be put so low beneath the others that it is completely debased. We are all equally in need. Equal in dignity and value. That's what we see in the text. We see our hearts in this text, don't we?